With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Coffee in the Word. I'm Sherry Poundstone, your host. This is our first show of 2015, which is very exciting. I can't believe it's the new year already. And we're just looking forward to all that God wants to do through this show. So I wanted to take this time to just do a little bit of a reminder about what Coffee in the Word actually is. You know, it's a 15-minute program that we talk about biblical scripture and principles and then how to walk those out in our everyday life. And I always say that Coffee in the Word is really just your jumping off point. So as I come to teach a 15-minute biblical principle or subject, um, focus on a certain scripture, it's really just to get you going because, you know, our personal study is so much more important. It's great to listen to teachers. It's wonderful to listen to podcasts and radio shows and and sermons online, those kinds of things. But what God really wants for us is for us to meet him where he's at and really dig in and get the word for ourselves. So as I teach these, I always recommend that you use it as a starting point for going deeper and maybe using this teaching for your devotions. So that's what Coffee in the Word is. Um, if you have not found us on Facebook, we're at uh, Coffee in the Word dash Sherry Poundstone. Please like that page and so you can keep updated with what's happening. If you're on Twitter, we're at Coffee Word, so be sure and follow us there. And then you can visit our website at coffeeintheword.com. Well, this morning I'm going to be teaching about His beauty for my ashes. What a great exchange that God wants to exchange His beauty, His wonder, His peace for our ashes. So I want to pray so we can jump right into our message. Lord Jesus, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for another year. Thank you, Lord, for what you are doing um, in the lives of the listeners. And so I ask, Lord, that you would just move me out of the way and speak through me this morning, that every word I speak would glorify you, would, would be helpful to everyone listening, that would be your, your mission. I want to complete your mission, Lord Jesus. So I thank you. I praise you. Amen. One of the things about this teaching that's so important is I talk to so many people who are just um, living still in the past or feeling like they have to live in um, the ashes of maybe what they've done or choices they've made or a situation they're in. And I want to just talk about the fact that he wants to replace all of our ashes. We're going to go over seven different um, ashes situations that he wants to replace with his beauty and his love and his peace. So let's start in Isaiah. Isaiah 61.3 says, To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair, in their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. You know, you may have heard teachings on biblical times. Um, the custom, if people were in mourning, was to heap ashes on their heads. So you always knew, right, when something was going on with somebody because they had these ashes on their heads. And so if you had a problem in your life, you just sat down in a pile of ashes, dumped them on your head, and there would be no hiding what was happening, right? Right. 
I often think that today we do that in a in a way that, of course, we don't put literally put ashes on our head, but I think that we can actually symbolize or walk out um, uh, what's happening in our lives by our attitudes, by our words, by how we act, by the choices we make. Because ashes are a symbol of mourning, grief, or sorrow. And so, of course, if you heaped ashes on your head in the biblical days, it could have been something as serious as and as tragic as the death of a loved one or a difficult circumstance, a relationship problem. It could be something minor. But whatever they were mourning, they put that on. Well, I believe that we do that today without putting the ashes literally on our head and we, we walk around um, with an attitude, with again, with words, with um, just a, a look upon life that's showing that we are in the ashes, that we have ashes on our head. Now, the word beauty actually here means headdress, and I think that's so exciting because that means really a garland or a priest turban or a tiara, but something crowning you. God wants to take those ashes of your difficult situation and he wants to replace it with that headdress or that priest turban, that tiara, something that shows victory and freedom. So he's going to pick us up out of our ash pile <laughs> and he's going to place that garland or that turban on our head or that tiara. That's a great exchange and I want it. I hope you do too. So what we're going to do this morning is I'm going to explore um, seven areas that God can exchange um, our ashes for his beauty and that could be something that you could use as a devotion for this week if you'd like. The first one, I want to go to Second Timothy Chapter 1, verse 7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. God wants to exchange his hope for the ashes of my fear. You know, fear can be paralyzing. Fear is a spirit, and it can keep us from moving forward in life. It can keep us from trying new things. It can keep us from taking chances. It can keep us from trusting. And it can keep us from actually following God's plan for our life. So God wants us to to give us hope instead. And so 2 Timothy 1.7 again says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power and love and self-discipline. He wants to exchange his hope for the ashes of my fear, for the ashes of your fear. The second one is his love for the ashes of my hate. You know, God is love. That is who he is. That is what he is. And in 1 John 4.8 it says, But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love love. Of course, hate is the opposite of that, and it is poison. Hate in our hearts doesn't remain there. It will come out. It will be revealed in our words, in our actions, in sarcasm, in cynicism. Um, And so we just have to know that no matter what we think we're holding inside as far as hate or hateful thoughts, it's not going to stay there. It's going to come out. So he wants to exchange his love for the ashes of our hate. He wants to exchange his new promise for the ashes of regret. You know, God does not want us to live in a state of regret. In Philippians 3.13, it says, No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. You know, living regret will stifle us. It will keep us in the past. It will keep us from moving forward. God doesn't want that for us. He wants to exchange his new promise for the ashes of my regret for your regret, and he doesn't want us to stay there. Okay, this one I love. He wants to exchange his divine friendship, in other words, friendship with him, for the ashes of loneliness. In Isaiah 41.10, we read, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you 
and help you, and I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. God did not intend for us to be alone or to be lonely. He did, however, intend for us to pursue a relationship or a friendship with him over everything else. Now, this is a tough one because I talk to a lot of people, and loneliness and being lonely is a very common um, issue. It's a common state. Even if people are in a crowd, even if they're surrounded by people, it doesn't really matter because if you have a, a loneliness, you have a loneliness. Well, he doesn't want that for us ever. He wants us to pursue friendship with him on a level that would um, create such a relationship between us and him that we would never feel loneliness. He wants to exchange his victory for the ashes of our defeat. But thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's 1 Corinthians 15, 57. We don't have to accept and settle for defeat in any area of our life. God gives us victory. It's his plan. We are victorious, and he wants us to trust him and follow him and be close to him so that his victory will exchange for the ashes of our defeat. It doesn't mean that we're always going to win in this world. It doesn't mean that at all. Um, it just means that we don't have to live in defeat. We don't have to settle for it in relationships, in finances, we don't, in our work, in our school. We don't have to settle for it. He gives us victory. That's his plan for us. He wants to exchange his freedom for the ashes of our bondage. So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Galatians 5.1. God wants us to be free. He wants us to be free from the law like that scripture says, which is religious um, bondage. You know, every time we think and talk on bondage, I think people automatically, we tend to go to um, sinful um, bondages, and there are plenty of those. But, you know, it's just as much a bondage to be in um, uh, stuck in religion, stuck in law, stuck in rules and regulations rather than a relationship with him. So Christ has set us free, as Galatians 5.1 said. He wants us to be free. It is his original plan. He had no intention ever of us not being free. That's why Jesus died. And once he set us free, he wants us to remain free. So he wants to exchange that freedom for the ashes of any bondage we find ourselves in. If you find yourself in a situation where you feel completely in bondage to anything, any kind of an addiction, maybe a, a relationship situation, whatever it may, may be, know that God does not want that for you or for us ever. It's freedom that he wants for us. It's freedom that Jesus died and was resurrected. It's for our freedom. And then the last one I wanted to mention this morning is he wants to exchange his peace for the ashes of our unrest. Therefore, since we have made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Romans 5.1. The lack of peace can be described as unrest, agitation, turmoil. You all know what I'm talking about, right? That lack of peace inside that no matter how hard you try, you can't get peaceful. Uh, maybe there are tough times. Uh, maybe there are serious financial situations. Maybe there is uproar and chaos all around you. But God wants his peace for us, and guess what? It's the peace that surpasses all understanding, and you can have that in the middle of the mess. In the middle of the mess, when it says surpasses all understanding, it means what God's saying there is that we will be peaceful no matter what's going on around us, and it won't make any sense. It won't make any sense to anyone else because it's his peace, not ours. 
also his piece for the ashes of my unrest, for your unrest. Now, those are just a start. There are many, many other things that God wants to exchange. But I love those seven, and I thought it would be a good way maybe to give you, um, you could take a scripture, you could take one of these each week, each day this week, rather, and focus on that. Pray about it. Um, do your own study. You know, jump off and do your own study, as I as I mentioned earlier. I want to thank you for listening this morning, and I want to thank you for all of your support in 2014. We're really looking forward to a great year in 2015 with an increased number of shows, more guest speakers, all kinds of things God's got going for us. And uh, we're just really excited about it. God bless you, and I will talk with you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.